0: Hello, and welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess and Jenny, where we talk about all things TV. Hello, Jess.
1: Hi, Jenny. We're talking about shows, upcoming series that are adaptations of movies that are adaptations of books (laughs) that we liked
0: when we were kids. Yes. Thank you. Our entire middle school bookshelf, it seems, is coming to the small screen, which I don't know if is a proper name for TV anymore, but that feels like what people used to call it.
1: I think it works. It was interesting. I feel like series, like limited series in TV in general is having such a moment in a way that is somewhat new brought on by streaming. Like in no world would, would there have been a Harry Potter television show if it were into this era of streaming being what it is. It would have been so funny if somebody like it's Two thousand five. Picture that, and somebody's like, "Oh, they're making it into a TV. Well, they had already had movies at that point, but you get my you get my point. <laughs> I would have been worried they were making it into a cartoon. Oh, or literally a cartoon. I thought you meant like a cartoonish version. No, no, no. Of
0: the Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> like no, literally an animated. Cartoon. Yeah. Um, well, that you brought up the first one, so I know that a lot of people already know the Max, HBO's. <laughs> well, it's Max.
1: It's technically a HBO. Would be making the show. Sure, but it it will be on Max. Max. That's gonna be such an odd thing to start to like differentiate because I say HBO Max right now to mean HBO and HBO Max, but really HBO Max includes HBO originals. And so in the past, when we talk about like HBO shows, like they are actually HBO shows and not HBO Max
0: originals. I've seen some, maybe just one article, but I feel like I've seen other people do this too. They will write HBO Max and then just put a slash through the HBO, which I kind of like as though, like, redacted the HBO portion.
1: Um, Oh, to talk about the news service. Exactly. Yeah. But just the difference between, like, if it's because this is an, the Harry Potter series will be an HBO original. So I think it's still more correct to say an HBO show.
0: Okay. It's kind of,
1: (laughs) it's, I don't know. It'll, it'll play out the way it plays out. But anyway, it will be. On HBO Max, at some point in the next, who knows how many years? They haven't actually given really any details, and everyone's like freaking out. No, already. but they have told people
0: that it will be a decade-long series. Which, oof, but is that just based on like they've got a uh, how a many season books? per seven, seven books? Seven. Yeah. So they've got a season I mean, <laughs> per book. Yeah, seven. So series. like, I don't think
1: that's somebody being like, oh, we've planned this out specifically to be. A decade i think that's somebody that was like "Ooh, it'll sound cool if we say like a decade of harry potter based on like roughly how long it will take to make mm-hmm. all of those things and it I oh I, they're right like that caught my interest <laughs> i was like what do you mean a decade of harry potter and then i looked and i saw that it was a season per book and i was like I, just skipping right to the chase here i'm not mad
0: about it i am not either um Okay, we, real quick before we go into this, I feel like we need to name the three. I'm, I'm back in my um, middle school, because this is all my middle school favorite books, I'm I'm writing a thesis and I'm putting my three main points that we're going to talk about. So we've got Harry Potter on HBO, Max. Uh, we've got Percy Jackson and the Olympians on Disney Plus, which I think is almost finished. That Like they're going to announce a release date for that soon. And then yeah. Twilight TV series is in the works with Lionsgate. So, those are the three main ones. Uh, Some other ones may come up, but those are what we're talking about. Okay, back to Harry Potter. You're not mad at it. I, too, am not mad at it. It's been a while. Interesting. Hasn't it been like 20 years since the first movie came out? (laughs) Yes.
1: Literally been more than that. I think the first one came out in 2002.
0: Didn't it? That might be
1: 2001 or 2002. We were so small. I am I could be wrong. No, yeah, we were. We were very small when they started <laughs> to come out. I remember seeing the, I think the third movie in like fourth grade. Yeah. Like we were children, literally. And so it's a little weird to me, the extreme backlash. Although I know that, I will say, I know that some of the backlash is due to J.K. Rowling. Just the idea that they would be rehashing this at all with her involvement. Oh, yeah, because she's pretty heavily involved still, for a fair right? reason. Yeah, they've said that she will be involved a producer in this. Role or and something. she mentioned, like, she has talked about it too. Yeah, I don't know exactly how involved she will be. I don't think she's, like, writing it because she didn't write the movies either. Uh, but some sort of, like, overseeing role. Uh, and that is rightfully bothersome to people. But there's also just been this backlash of, like, how dare they. To which I say, were they that like I loved the Harry Potter movies, but there, I, I also had, you know, some gripes with some of some aspects of the movies. Not to say that that really took away from my enjoyment of them, but like, would it be cool to maybe see them do it differently and maybe do it to a more authentic degree compared to the book? Yeah, I would love to see a goblet of fire. That's that was actually <laughs> accurate. Oh. Like I've been waiting years for a more accurate goblet of yeah, fire. Yeah, were
0: the original movies iconic? Yes. Do will I still watch them? Yes. I remember coming out of every single movie being like, oh, they didn't include my favorite scene between like Ron and Hermione or like Hermione and the House Elves. Ooh, that entire that entire plot line just got pushed to the side like there are so many intricate details for people who read the books and love the books that have the chance to be told now that they're remaking not only I mean you've got a whole television seat like a length of a series rather than a movie so you know that they're going to give more detail I mean I, I hope but anyway yeah so I'm excited about yeah, those you would things. think
1: that it would be like more detailed more accurate and that that would only be a pleasing thing to people. Right. But I will say the thing that I can't really imagine if I really try to picture it and probably what people are just knee reacting to is like really picture them redoing. Like how much do they change versus how much do they just do it again because they know people are so used to like, how does Hogwarts look? How does, you know, how do things look? How do they dress? Right. How do they speak? How, just all of those little details that were so, I don't know. Like everyone who was a big fan of it entrenched themselves in this world. Like I I feel it when I hear the music. I picture the world. Oh, well, if they don't
0: use similar music, I might be a little That's what say. I was
1: really going to say is like picture like them having a different score. What will what will that do to my brain? I'm I'm not sure I could deal with it. But if also they're smart, they probably
0: will. No, if they're smart, they'll at least reference it and that I can be happy about. We're so early in the game. Yeah. We have no idea what they're going to do. But I, I know. I, I will say, I when I first heard that HBO was making a Harry Potter TV show, my first thought was like, finally, I've been waiting for them to make a prequel television show ever since I was a Tumblr middle school girly. Um, but when there was like fake fan casting for the Marauders. Yes. Like, spin-off show? I remember, like, the detailed – I feel like everyone on Tumblr there's, – there's a – not everyone. There's a very specific group on Tumblr that had, like, planned out a Marauder's TV show, one season per Marauder, possibly then an extra season for, like, Snake or Lily, you know, uh, from the point of view of a Marauder. And then, yeah, I, I would have loved to see that done in a television show. I wonder if maybe – someday if they get i mean i'm sure this will be popular even if it is not great for hbo like i don't know it seems like asking a lot to then be like hey also can you create a prequel at the same time but hey game of thrones did it
1: yeah i just think it's weird that 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 this was their choice in all of the ip that they could have worked with that they were just like yeah we're gonna redo it like that does seem like an odd choice would you have also i would have liked yeah
0: what would what would your druthers yeah be? a
1: marauders show would have been great i would have loved that the the thing that gives me pause though is the fantastic beasts movies the fantastic beasts movies are not good hey the first like, one was good I, I, are we are we allowed to admit that <laughs> the like one, the first one was good yes. it was good but not not like amazing no, i didn't want to watch the rest for me it didn't I I don't want to rewatch it. Like it's fine. It's no, it's good, but I <laughs> it didn't capture for me the magic that I wanted it to of like feeling like I was back in that world. It did a little bit, but not a lot, not enough for it to be part of the like originals. If I'm going to do like a Harry Potter weekend, I just sort of ignore Fantastic Beasts. And yeah, after the first one, there's really no reason to speak of those movies. But that's the only thing that makes me nervous about if they had tried to re to take another piece and do a spinoff or do a prequel or whatever is that they don't seem to be good at it but also that was just one group like you never know they they could have made a great marauders
0: series they could also make a terrible tv series like this that's in production could be horrible i don't something you said about i I don't know what it is about sequels i guess so fantastic Beast is and it is sort of a prequel not really because it doesn't lead up to like prequel slash right exactly the marauders would be more of a true prequel like leading up to the another rise and fall of voldemort um spoiler alert (laughs) um snape's whole arc would be so fascinating to see it would be more it would be more interesting to me than what the fantastic beasts um stories were which were like somewhat built out like very very um had very sketchy mentions in the books. Yeah, like you, no, it
1: was like a loose right. adaptation. Of and they've built in the like Albus
0: like- Dumbledore Grindelwald situation, which we also had like had glimpses of, but it, it's just nowhere near as compelling, at least to me <laughs> as something that we have a lot of background on, like Harry's parents. And at the same time could stand to know a lot more about. and like, I'm serious. And anyway, I'm mourning the loss of that TV show that never was, The Marauders. And if this podcast gets into the ears of anyone at HBO.
1: <laughs> Make that instead. Yeah, can you We're shift, begging you. please? Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm holding out some hope that it won't be bad. And again, my initial reaction wasn't, oh, no, why would they do that? Because – why they're doing it they want money it's an incredibly popular still franchise we saw that even with that harry potter legacy or hogwarts legacy video game that dropped last quarter and was like hugely popular and so of course they're gonna do something it's just it is very worrying to me how they will pull off the reimagining of aspects that are really near and dear to my heart and it will be weird to see another Harry, Ron, and Hermione. I think I can get past it, but just really picturing it right now, I'm like, oh, I, I'm not sure my brain
0: will really be able to handle it. It's a little scary. I mean, knowing that they'll start off as 11-year-olds is a little bit of a consolation. Like, it's been so long oh, since crazy Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watt, like, ha- since they have been 11 years old that it will feel not as jarring, maybe. That's true. Um, One thing that I was thinking about is, like, I wonder if Harry Potter, I mean, clearly it's not the only book where this is happening, but Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, like a lot of Jane Austen books have been made over into television series, limited series, movies over and over and over again, because they're really beloved. And some of them flop and some of them, like people rank their favorite you know, Pride and Prejudice adaptations or Emma adaptations, things like that. Like it's possible this is going to be the next Harry Potter could be that. Now, Jane Austen's books are like one book a pop. and This is a seven book series, so I don't know how successfully they'll keep remaking it. But I'm just saying like, yeah, I had a knee jerk sort of like what reaction when I first heard about it. And then like we were talking about uh, at the start, came around to this could be cool. And then started thinking, like, oh, I wonder how much of a classic this will become in future, you know, remakings or or reimaginings. Yeah. Anyway, interesting thought experiment.
1: No, that's a good point. I mean, even think about, like, Sherlock Holmes yeah. or something like that where it's just been remade, um, I mean, tons of times. And, yeah, if Harry is still, like, if it becomes a classic like that and hundreds of years later there's still – remaking it like yeah i mean that's not unprecedented so it's a solid point yeah i don't really have that much to say
0: more about harry potter i i could talk no, a lot they
1: have no other info like out there there's no casting news there's no nothing so yeah we're probably okay i was gonna say i could talk that. for
0: hours about what i would do in a marauders tv show but maybe that's a different podcast episode <laughs> that is your own <laughs> podcast episode okay. and we make it very clear what it's about so people can decide if they (laughs) want to listen to that ahead of time fair enough uh how do you feel about the percy jackson disney plus situation going on
1: i feel like that will be a very successful series for the audience it's targeting because rick Riordan, who wrote the percy jackson books is very involved in the series and rick reedon was not involved at all in the movies and it shows It was so those bad. movies were so, they bad. were so bad and they only made two of them right and then the second one was like movies or no the second movie was like books two three two three and I four only or maybe the i'm making that up yeah yeah the, i did watch the second one it was even worse than the first they were not good they were Poor adaptations, but also just like not good movies, not very good movies. Although shouts out Logan but Lerman. they changed. Oh yeah, I do like big Logan crush Lerman. on him when he came I, out, and he wasn't a problem. Like he was, I, I didn't have a problem with him in that role either. Although he was too old. But, I mean, the main problem with the old. cast was that they were too old. Like Percy Jackson is twelve years old. Logan Lerman was like twenty, I think. Yeah, and then Annabelle. Oh my Beth, god, don't get me President started, Annabelle. <laughs> Anna I haven't read it in so long. Annabeth was also like, she looked like she was like 28. I'm pretty sure. gorgeous. She's not Annabeth. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That was the biggest standout when I watched that movie when it first came out. I was like, this is just 100% different. We're just making up the rules as we go along. And then they changed so many aspects of the story that I, like at the time, the books were fresh in my mind. And they changed a bunch of stuff that I really, really liked and made it worse. So anyway, needless to say, nobody likes those movies. Rick Reardon has publicly denounced those yeah. movies. And so when they announced this series and Rick Reardon had his full support, he's been very vocally, like, just vocal about this series, about how he's involved with this series, about how he puts his stamp of approval on it. So I just say it'll be successful with its audience because I don't know that I really care about it anymore. It's been so long since I read the books and it's, yeah, it's true. not for 28 year olds
0: like just <laughs> to be honest I know I wish it were though because I do remember liking those books a lot like I wish that this tv show had existed back when the bad movies were made <laughs> Like, exactly I'm feeling...
1: I mean I'll still watch it
0: yeah I mean at least the first few episodes I gotta
1: Yeah, because I think parts of it will come back to me and I'll be happy to see the parts of it that they changed in the movie, in the movies, but I am uh, keeping my expectations low because I know that the audience is middle schoolers and I'm not that, but there are some cool casting decisions that have been made in the series and that does make me excited to check out one or two episodes. Megan Mullally is in it. Did you know? I that? didn't. As who? So it say? She's playing Miss Dodds, Percy's math teacher. I don't even remember that character, Ooh. though. Yeah. Anyway, but she's in it, and apparently, Lynn Manuel Miranda is oh, in it. Freaking chorus. As, um, how do you? What's the correct way of pronouncing
0: her? Hermes. Is that <laughs> Hermes, were you about to say Hermes, yeah. like the scarves?
1: I like almost did. And then I was like, hold on, which one is the, no, that made me sound so dumb. Please. It's been a long time since no, I no, took Hermes, mythology. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. And then actually the most sort of like bittersweet news is Lance Reddick plays Zeus and it's his final television appearance um, after he passed away last month. So that is, yeah, that'll be, it'll be sad and cool to see it's a. I mean it's a, it's a cool last role um but just obviously sad there but yeah i think there's also there's jason manzoukas uh who i don't know that people will necessarily know him just by his name do you oh, know yeah, who yeah, that yeah. Is? i mean
0: he's in like every oh, comedy do. that i like
1: <laughs> yes essentially. but i've i feel like he is often sort of like a side character enough that he yeah i don't know i don't know he's not a household name i'm if I went and asked Matt who that was, he would have no idea. And the fact that he plays Dennis Feinstein in Parks and Rack is, like, still the main thing I think of him <laughs> as, which he's in, like, four episodes, mm-hmm. and that's probably not the right way to refer to him. But he was also in Paper Girls. I just didn't know if you knew him by name. Yeah, but yeah. But he is in the show as well. He plays Mr. D. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, Camp Half-Blood director. That
0: so he'll have a bigger role, I gather. Um, But, Yeah. You know what I – when you mentioned that lin Miranda will be in this, uh, another book that became a TV show that we didn't discuss was um, the polar bear books, as I affectionately call them, Golden Compass, that whole series. Oh, I
1: never – yeah, I didn't do didn't those. Didn't read those? I didn't read them. Didn't, didn't get into that. It's another in the line of – they made a movie, and it was a bad movie, and then – created it oh why did i think they made a series they did they didn't do a series oh about yeah. one. oh yeah, okay yeah wait am i wrong about them okay. making a
0: movie
1: so uh they might have also made a movie i didn't pay attention to any of that stuff was, those were books when we were kids yes uh golden hmm. compass
0: the film came out in 2007 oh yeah with Nicole and then they made a Kidman later. and daniel craig it was like a stacked cast freddie highmore sam elliot oh what yeah ian mckellen that's Oh, my God. It's just like, do I need to go watch this movie? Maybe. Was it good? Uh, I don't remember it being very good. I think maybe I was – I didn't think it was very good because it wasn't super true to the book. But I only read yeah, the first Yeah, I've never one, read it, so. so. Anyway, Uh forgot about that in our lineup of childhood favorites that have become movies first and then back to the small screen. Well, if we're
1: talking about any that have ever gone through that pipeline, there might be more. I did not brainstorm. Although – The next one, if we're ready to move on, is Twilight. And this is breaking news as of like this morning. (laughs) Can't not think about that. If we're being honest, (laughs) which we always are, I – okay, it was 2008 and I was a fangirl. I loved the Twilight books.
0: My last Uh, name is Colin. I mean, how can you not?
1: (laughs) stop it's so funny because when we first met it was what 2007 and the peak that I literally was like it's so cool <laughs> that your last name is Cullen I was so deep in the fandom of Twilight like I made it my whole personality I mean I was the age where I made everything I liked my whole personality for like two months but Twilight was it I was I was deep in that with when the first movie came out I saw it four times in the theater I don't remember that about and it you. was <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun fact about me. I saw it with my, like, camp friends. Um, I guess you you skipped that. One was a double feature. We just stayed in the theater and let it play twice. I'm I'm not embarrassed. Listen, it was – I enjoyed it at the Those time. Those movies are a whole vibe. They, they are. They are. And they had a great soundtrack. Like, I still – I'd bop to that soundtrack any day. The thing I will say is I never watched the last – they make two movies out of the last book. I didn't watch either of them. I don't know that I did either, but I—I I think we had finally gotten to the age where it was like a we just did, we didn't need that in our lives anymore. Yeah. I think that was probably like our senior year of high school. by then
0: I am with you though. I was so far in. Did you ever read the unpublished but released no. version? Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I knew you were gonna ask that. I did not do that. That was like Midnight Sun. Is that what it was
0: called? I think so. Stephanie Meyer know. wrote like a whole other book that was just Twilight from Edward's perspective and didn't publish it, like, but did release it same. on her site. And it was truly just like the same thing, but with his thoughts instead of hers. I did read it. I, But you that should not be surprised. I read a whole like fan fiction about... We don't need it. We don't need to go. Ahead. I get <laughs> one. I'm curious. Please share. When people... Tell me that a fan fiction – or I guess this wasn't fan fiction because it's literally her book. It was – yeah, technically
1: not. But it read like fan fiction. I didn't read it. I'm just assuming.
0: When people get so into a thing that they want to make more and more versions of it, and then I get word back that one of those versions is actually, like, halfway decent, I'm curious. I have to read it. We've talked about how I read that, like, Dramione fanfic. I think on the podcast, potentially – yeah, I'm not going to say I loved every second of it, but I did finish it. Um and I'll probably do many more things like that. I will not be reading any more Twilight fanfic that is a, in 2008. We're leaving that, that in 2008. Um, we are. But But what are your feelings about Twilight getting the television treatment? I'm interested because some of the things that have been written, they're still in like early development talks. So there's still a question of whether or not they're just remaking the books or if they're telling a story in the universe that hasn't been like I don't know if it's going to be mainly around the wolves or like I don't know maybe Jessica just like gets her own (laughs) series
1: yeah they're in such early development that like nothing has been determined yet so it's interesting that I don't know if this just like leaked via a source they definitely didn't put out a press release this is like somebody just heard that Lionsgate was working on something in the Twilight sphere and leaked that to the news I think because they have no there's no showrunner there's no details uh there's just
0: like Lionsgate is working on something there's someone who's attached to write the script
1: Sinead
0: Daly okay so she the tell me lies walking dead
1: interesting I must have been thinking of
0: Harry Potter not having a showrunner gotcha yeah so she's um Huh. Set, attached to write the script for Twilight and yeah, you're right, but like sources say that Daily is working with Lionsgate to determine like what the actual take will be. If it's going to be I've a remake seen. of the books, if it's going to be an offshoot so that's, it's like truly in its infancy.
1: Um, it makes sense that Lionsgate would want to do this. I mean, that's like one of their main sources of money and one of their most popular properties for sure so I don't know it's been it's been long enough I think even if they just did a remake it would be like fine I wouldn't be opposed to that it would be interesting if they told a different story just because I think that is inherently more interesting but also if they remade them would I watch it yes probably to check it out I do think I'm removed enough from liking those books like 15 years ago that I don't really care about that story anymore I mean it's just it's a love triangle with a vampire and a werewolf it was very of the moment but no longer seems that interesting i guess you say that but i feel
0: like the fantasy you know romance of the moment has just shifted it's like full-on fae now that people are into <laughs> rather than no, like it's
1: just trends <laughs> yeah. yeah twilight started or it was like right sort of at the beginning of the big vampire trend and then I got really into Vampire Diaries after Twilight, Mm, and then I just wasn't that interested in vampires anymore. But (laughs) maybe this series will bring it back. Who knows? I do think they could make a better version with the series than the movies were. Especially considering... Again, they weren't
0: terrible, but... Yeah, not great. I, especially considering Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart just openly disdained making the movies by the end. Of it. Even
1: it comes by the end of the through, episode. even in the first one. Yeah. Like you don't get the sense that they're really there for the right reason. Right <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that came to my mind. It's more just like they don't their hearts aren't in it. And that's fine. I liked it at that age. I don't feel the need to rewatch it except to sort of like make fun of it we've gotten a lot of iconic i'm doing that yeah
0: bella where have you been loca like classic you know there are a lot yeah. of just it's weird delightfully
1: cringy mm-hmm. for what it is so it's interesting i think in that regard to think that they'd be remaking it because it's like well are they gonna try to take its it's gonna take itself really seriously that in itself is sort of strange To Yeah, I don't think I can watch someone saying hang on tight spider monkey in serious tone one more time.
0: I don't think I could do it.
1: (laughs) I would have to assume they would really, really be reworking the scripts (laughs) and the writing if they were going to try to do like a prestige drama version of Twilight. That's so funny to even think about. I would imagine it would be more like a CW drama version of Twilight and that it'll be tonally similar to the movies. And that's what makes me feel like we just don't need that. And hopefully they find, like, a different piece of the property to work off of.
0: Yeah. Like, again, we were talking about prequels for Harry Potter, but I wonder if it will be, like, a – there's some room for, like, how did the Cullen family come together? I don't know if I would be that interested in that story, but I – there's, like, a collection. Doesn't Carlisle sort of, like, pick up all of them as they – Yeah, I think they talk about
1: that in one of the books. That definitely rings a bell. But yeah, I can't say I would care about that. No. But I'm probably not the target audience. I don't I don't right. know. I was at one time the target audience. Although that does beg the question, who is the target audience? Because the people our age who were
0: oh, in 8th grade no. in 2008 definitely, loved these. But definitely there are still people our age that are just as entrenched just as really? I yes. Okay. Even if Interesting. it's I mean, maybe some of them are playing it off as you know, it's a bit... Like, I watch these for jokes. LOL. Right, but yeah. I do think okay. there is a good number of people <laughs> That's that fair. are still in it to win it. Um, one interesting thing that was in one of the articles about the very little information about the Twilight um, series is there was a quote when Breaking Dawn Part 2 came out that sort of hinted at this happening. Uh, but in that conversation, they also hinted at a possible television show with the Hunger Games franchise. So there's, like, truly no information on that. But one of the quotes that was referencing, like, oh, well, you know, in 2017 was the first reference of, like, maybe there will be a Twilight TV series. And in the same breath was they were also talking about potentially reworking the Hunger Games series. So this will definitely not be the last. I wonder if –
1: yeah, but I feel like if it was 2017, he also – could have been referencing, like, the prequel came out, like, a couple years ago. The book prequel of The Hunger Games. I don't know that he would have been specifically talking about a TV Why series. Why talking about? Who knows? What? The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes.
0: Never heard of her.
1: Really? Okay, you. Have you read it? Don't need, you don't need to read it. I did okay. read it. Um, in potentially unpopular opinion, but I thought it was terrible. I gave it one star. We've just talked it about was, this. I will be
0: having to read it probably.
1: This is, it's like 600 pages. Oh I just threw out a number. I just remember that it was really, really long. And yeah, it's written by, it's still written by Suzanne Collins. It reads like she went on Reddit and fanfiction.net or whatever that website is. Is that right?
0: I don't
1: know. Anyways, I don't know. But she she went on fanfiction websites and the internet. She went on the internet and compiled like everything that fans had ever been like, wow, I, I wonder if mm. like this happened in the previous history of the districts and took everyone else's ideas and jammed them together because it's very like fan service-y in a way that feels really cheap. And none of the character decisions make sense. And then at the end, she's just like, yep. And then it's the history that you know, even though it doesn't adequately lead up to that. And they're making it into a movie that comes out later this year. Wow. Totally off my radar. That's crazy. Viola Davis is in it.
0: Wow. Yeah. um, Wild. But.
1: And the um, West Side Story Girl, I think, is the lead. West Side Story Girl the new west side story the one that came out. i was gonna say rachel rachel what's her, what's her name rachel something i don't know yeah no not that one
0: um no but this just to your point of they were probably talking about the prequel this was Lionsgate ceo talking about twilight and um hunger games so maybe they were talking about the book prequel but it seems more likely they were talking about you know ip stuff they could turn into movies television et etc
1: yeah, I mean if they also have I didn't realize they also had The Hunger Games I think he probably was just like These are our two biggest properties We will certainly be doing something with them in the future Because that's how we'll make money
0: And they're sticking to their word Yeah um, Last thing That I will mention about Twilight In case anyone does want to rewatch these films Before hearing more about this television show uh, Is that You can no longer stream the Netflix They're on Peacock now you maybe knew that because you have They're Peacock. They're on
1: Peacock now? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I mean, Power to Peacock. They're getting all the stuff. Power to Peacock. New Girl's on Peacock now. no, Well, it's also on Hulu, I think. So maybe not like a huge win for Peacock. But also Mrs. Davis just came out on Peacock. Little, uh little plug for mrs davis uh i feel like
0: netflix doesn't have anything anymore hot take i don't know you, i used to watch all of my shows on there dude you say that we reviewed maybe six shows like six of the new shows no
1: are on i there. said all of my shows oh, 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 all of my oh, oh, shows oh. like when i say my shows and this is probably just like just too esoteric what i mean by that is parks and rec the office sure. new girl arrested development the Good Place. So they still have The Good Place. They uh, do they? Because so. a, a bunch of those were NBC shows, so they're slowly losing the rights to Peacock. Yes, yes. Peacock took the office Parks and Rec. Those are no longer on Netflix. And now New Girl's gone. New Girl was Fox, but still Brooklyn Nine Nine was at some point, I think, on Netflix. Maybe it never was, Hulu. but now that's just on Peacock. Oh, it might also be on Hulu. I actually don't know. I think Netflix still has Arrested Development, and I think that's it. Like I don't watch any of my shows. Right, you're on the rewatching
0: that you're doing yeah. is no longer on
1: Netflix. I hear you. Like that used to be the reason to have Netflix. I mean, I don't mean super long ago because long ago it was the only thing to have. But for the last like seven years for a while, it was like, oh, well, of course I could never get rid of Netflix. That's where I watch all my shows. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. And now they've all been lost. And if it's just going to be Netflix originals versus everyone
0: else's originals, unfortunately, it's a losing battle. Yeah, I've got to imagine. I mean- I mean the Peacock shows the NBC they've, they've lost for sure but some of those other ones are like they didn't lose New Girl to a Fox streaming service on its own you know they it's on Hulu it's on Peacock right? like they could get their rights back right I'm saying like I think it seems like yeah. a little bit of a turning wheel I don't
1: know how long the deals are for they lost friends like a few years ago that was like a big deal mm-hmm. for everyone where is that now? anywhere? Mm, I don't even know Peacock maybe? <laughs> I don't re- – that's not one of my shows. Yeah. Oh, Shits Creek is still on Netflix and Community is still on Netflix. Indeed.
0: There, are, there so, are some others. I feel like – I mean, these are clearly not your shows, but like every once in a while I go back and I want to watch a little bit of Outlander. Don't judge me. Um, That's on Netflix. Is that on Netflix? The first few seasons are, yeah.
1: Oh, because it's a Starz show, so right. they
0: put the old ones on exactly. there? Okay. I see. It's the – Netflix is the new Hulu. <laughs> I feel like – you know how Hulu used to always put up things like – Old seasons of things or episodes after. I mean, it still does that, but I feel like that was the first place that I went where they didn't have Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hulu. Hulu was the first place where.
1: Oh, Netflix always did that with stuff, though. At least like that's how I watched all the CW shows. They would just like go on Netflix after they were on the CW, and like Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, like those ones did it in a batch though, or like episode by episode. No, like in a batch. Okay, okay, okay. That's and that's still how they do it. Yeah. I guess with some shows, it's different. Like Bake Off is week by week, but that's like the only one I can think of. I mean, there
0: are, there have been a few new Netflix shows that haven't been totally bad. But yeah, it's not... No, the last like two
1: that I watched were good, actually. So, A Beef and The Diplomat. Yeah. So, it, maybe they're on the up. It's all... Just as they raised the price of their subscription and scared everybody with the password news.
0: Ugh. So, good for them, I guess. With that, I'm sure we'll have other you know tv from books from movies things to talk about in the future but those were the big three um glad to hear your thoughts yeah we'll catch up next time with I think a tv check-in yep see you then. find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode thank you for listening to double take if you like what you heard please support us by subscribing and leaving a review see you next time the Double Take Podcast is produced by Jess Fall and me, Jennifer Cullen.